and welcome to Off The Mats webinar series. Today, we're gonna to be looking at module two, being present. So let's use our jujitsu analogy again. Jujitsu has an innate ability for you to remain in the moment when you're doing it. So when we look at being present, it means we're not dwelling on the past, and we're not worrying about a future that doesn't exist. Because jujitsu is such a physically demanding activity, and when you're physically grappling with another human being, trying to submit each other, trying to hyperextend limbs, or apply chokes on each other, it's important that you're 100% in the moment as one mistake could mean that you, you you ultimately need to tap out. So you've got no time to be dwelling on upon the past or worrying about the future. So we remain present, we're in the moment. For example, if someone has a position called knee on belly, it's a very uncomfortable position. You would not be thinking about what's for tea when you get home or the, the interview you've got to have with your boss in the morning of a list of to-do things for the rest of the week. You also won't be worrying about the conversation you had with your wife or your husband when you left the house before work this morning. You're in the moment. So for our self-care and our mental well-being, it's very important that we stay present. When we spoke in the previous episode about the language that we use, we delete, distort and generalize. We worry about the past and we're anxious about the future. So we're going to talk about maybe how to adopt a kind of mindfulness so we can remain present. And it's going to link on to the previous webinar around breath. So mindfulness has its roots in Buddhism and various Eastern philosophies. However, it doesn't have to have any of the religious or spiritual connotations that, that it has, and that's okay. People buy into that, that's all well and good. Well, for some people that can seem a little bit daunting. So being mindful, when we, when we spoke about breath in the last episode, we can use our breath as an anchor. So whenever we start to, to experience this anxiety and this stress, dwelling on the past, creating anxiety about the future, we come back to our breath as an anchor. And we feel the sensations of the inhale extending the stomach and the exhale of air leaving our body and we concentrate on our breathing pattern and we get dialed in on the sensations that our body is feeling when we start to concentrate on the breath it's impossible to think of nothing 
So a misconception is when we try and be present and we try and be mindful or we meditate, we've got to think of nothing. It's impossible to think of nothing. So that's why we use the breath as an anchor. We can think of our breath, we can concentrate on our breath. And then every now and again, a thought might creep in. But that's okay. Don't judge yourself on that. We accept that we've thought about it. We acknowledge the thought. And then come back to the breath. For however long you decide you need this process to happen for. So being present is all about being in the moment. So that doesn't necessarily mean it has to be a meditative moment. It can be a minute's peace. Just sit by yourself, be present for a couple of minutes, shut your eyes and use that breath as the anchor. Being in the moment can also mean in an activity. So for example, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, you're in the moment. You're not thinking about the past. You're not thinking about the future. You're in the moment there in this interaction between you and another person. That could be you and your wife, you and your husband going out for a meal. Put your phone to one side and be in the moment with your loved one. Be in the moment with your, your child. When you come home from work, put your phone aside, turn the tally off. Interact with your family. Be present. Don't be thinking about other thoughts, about conversations that you've had during the day. Engage in that conversation. Really understand and listen to what's being told to you. And I'm guilty of it. My wife might be talking to me and I'm switching off. I'm thinking about other things. But be present. Bring it back to that moment. Be in the moment. Another good way of utilising and being present is to spend five minutes just journaling. Writing down your thoughts. It doesn't have to be an actual written journal that you can buy off Amazon. You can just get a blank piece of paper, blank pad. Jot down your, your ideas, your thoughts that come into your head. And just do that for a set a timer, two minutes, three minutes. Be present, be in that moment. Understanding and letting all the thoughts and the traffic come through your head, come through your mind and get it down on paper. It's certainly important to, to have a mission and have a plan on a daily basis. If you don't plan your day, the day will be taken away from you. There's always things you can be doing. There's always social media. There's always something happening that will take your focus and take your energy away. So as well as journaling, plan what's going to be happening during the day so you're in control of the day. Otherwise, somebody else will control it for you. One of the biggest things we see is the FOMO, the fear of missing out. We get dragged in by what other people are doing, the constant comparisons. And that is a source of anxiety in itself and stress. But if you come back to the present, be focused in the present, in the moment, you can alleviate a lot of this stress and anxiety. Another really interesting way to bring yourself into the moment of being present or being mindful, whichever word you want to use to describe the, the feeling you want to create, is if you close your eyes and try and listen to the most discreet or faintest sound you could hear. So for example, you close your eyes and listen to the birds, listen to the wildlife that's in your area, listen to the wind in the trees and try and pick out the faintest little noise of something rustling in the bushes, 
of the bee pollinating the flowers, the hum of traffic. The same with smells. Take the time to really concentrate and pick out the certain smells and the nuances between the different aromas flying around. Another tactic that's useful, and it's not for everybody, is flotation tanks, so sensory deprivation tanks. The tank is filled with Epsom salts, so it's the same buoyancy as the human body, so you essentially float. The temperature of the, the water is the same as the human body, so you can't distinguish between where the water starts and where your body ends. You can in, you're in complete darkness, and you wear earplugs, so you are your senses are completely deprivated. Some people are a little bit uncomfortable by this. However, for more experienced people who maybe are able to control the breathing and be present, maybe this is a next step. Complete sensory deprivation, you're with your thoughts. You're on your own with your thoughts. And it really accentuates what thoughts are going around in your head and the direction your thoughts will be driving, the traffic. Sometimes it's really good if you're trying to solve a problem. And when you concentrate on that problem, all the resources inside your body, they're not thinking about touch, you're not thinking about hearing, you're not thinking about sight. You are just thinking about that thought and trying to think of solutions around it. One thing I like to do when, when I take the dog walking around the local nature reserve. Sometimes I will, sometimes I won't have my headphones in with music. But anytime I'm feeling a little bit stressed out or a little bit anxious, I may have the headphones in as a distraction so I don't get involved in conversations. And that's not to be ignorant. Generally, if you've got earphones in, people, people won't really try and talk to you. And I can use that, that passage of time to really be mindful and really be present and in the moment with maybe walking the dog, maybe looking at the, the current in the stream. We've actually noticed some, some kingfishes recently because I have been in the moment when I've been walking the dog and I've been aware of my surroundings and we've noticed kingfishes. Whereas if I'd had my music on or a podcast or I've been drifting away, thinking about my worries and concerns, I may never have picked up on the kingfisher and that's a little that's a gift i treat that as a gift and it's a little lesson that when we're mindful when we're in the moment when we're present we see these things and we treat them as gifts music could be the same thing you take the time out during the day to listen to one song that really resonates with you and through that throughout the song Use that as the anchor to really listen to the lyrics, to the music, try and pick out the bass, try and pick out the, the rhythm section, pick out the strings, notice the silence within the song, really listen to the song and don't be bogged down with thinking about what's coming next. Understand that you're in this moment. It's a difficult thing to grasp and it's a practice like anything else. Even if you can just go for one minute, 30 seconds even, concentrating on your breath, 
or listen to the introduction of a song without your thoughts being dragged elsewhere. There was a study recently that the TikTok generation is reduced our concentration span to just 20 seconds. It's no wonder we can't sit through two hour movies or our long Netflix specials. Our concentration span has been reduced to just, just 30 seconds on TikTok. How often do, how often as adults, and even more so kids, do you spend sitting there on your own with your own thoughts, with no distractions, no phone, no TV? It's quite a scary prospect for some people. But it's work, deep work. Some people would describe it as deep work, being able to sit there with your thoughts, acknowledge thoughts, don't give energy to the thoughts, and use your breath as an anchor, use sounds as an anchor, use smells as anchors to bring you back into the present moment, what is going on now in this moment. It's the only moment you will ever have. Even in the future, you'll be in the present. Because when that future happens, you'll just have this moment. You will be in this moment. We dwell on futures that haven't existed yet, apart from inside our minds. We make up conversations in our head with people who we haven't had them with yet. Like I said, we delete, distort and generalize information to make it fit our model of the world. We give energy to conversations and arguments and scenarios that haven't happened. And the beautiful thing is, if you can catch yourself doing that for even one second, then you've got power over your mind. You've got power over that hidden temple. The ancient Stoics called it the inner arena. And accepting and understanding and acknowledging the fact that your mind just drifts away even for a second, come back to the breath. You've won. That is the first. Some, I think it was Eckhart Tolle in The Power of Now said, enlightenment, and we all assume that enlightenment is this, this unreachable, unattainable goal that only gurus and gods are able to attain and grasp. But Eckhart Tolle says, enlightenment is the space between thoughts. How amazing is that? Enlightenment is the space between your thoughts. So at the moment, if you're just starting out, that gap between your thoughts, you may not even know there is a gap between the thoughts. You might just flit from one thought to the other, one thought to the next, throughout your whole day. But then as you grow, as you learn, as you get better, as you improve, you acknowledge, ah, I'm starting to think about a conversation with boss tomorrow. It's not even happened. Let's bring it back. A couple of deep breaths. That gap between thoughts gets longer and longer. And that is enlightenment. That is pretty wicked. So enlightenment doesn't have to be some unattainable 
are only attainable, attainable to the gods, to the gurus. You can attain enlightenment. Those gaps and those thoughts, those gaps between the thoughts become longer and longer. So ask yourself, where is your attention? In this moment in time, where is your attention? And if you're in a bit of a daydream, in a bit of a mental spin, acknowledge where your thought is and bring it back to an anchor, whether that's a sight, a smell, a song, or even your breath. Mindfulness for me is just about awareness, awareness of the thoughts and the traffic and the energy that you have, where you're directing that energy and your thoughts. And ultimately we can relieve a lot of stress and anxiety by understanding that we're creating realities that haven't existed. But when we do come back to the present and we're in this moment, even if it's for five seconds, a minute, we can start to reduce our anxiety and our stress and understand that this moment is all we ever have really. What can we do now? What is the one thing we can do in this moment? Because everything else is out of our control. So thank you for listening. And we'll see you again.